It's Wednesday, December 28th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. The Supreme Court left pandemic-era border controls in place Tuesday while it considers whether nearly two dozen Republican-led states can intervene in a lawsuit over the legality of those restrictions, leaving thousands of asylum-seeking migrants stranded in northern Mexico. By a 5-4 to four vote, the court acted in the wake of a temporary stay that Chief Justice John Roberts imposed on December 19th, two days before Title 42 regulations were to end. Border officials had already started observing an increase in border crossings in the days ahead of the policy's expected end on December 21st, with at least 10,000 additional migrants waiting in Mexican border cities with the expectation that the measure would soon be lifted. The Supreme Court majority's order explicitly disclaims resolution of Title 42's legality at this stage. Instead, it addresses only a procedural issue, whether the states may intervene in long-standing litigation before federal courts in Washington, D.C., over the legality of the pandemic-era border controls. In other news, state and military police were sent Tuesday to keep people off Buffalo's snow-choked roads, and officials kept counting fatalities three days after western New York's deadliest storm in at least two generations. Even as suburban roads and most major highways in the area reopened, Erie County Executive Mark Polenkartz warned that police would be stationed at entrances to Buffalo and at major intersections because some drivers were flouting a ban on driving within New York's second most populous city. More than 30 people are reported to have died in the region, officials said, including seven storm-related deaths announced Tuesday by Buffalo Mayor Byron Brown's office. The toll surpasses that of the historic blizzard of 1977, blamed for killing as many as 29 people in an area known for harsh winter weather. Around the world, Russia's foreign minister on Tuesday warned Ukraine that it must demilitarize, threatening further military action, and falsely accusing Kyiv and the West of fueling the war that started with Moscow's invasion. Sergei Lavrov said Ukraine must remove any military threat to Russia, otherwise the Russian army will solve the issue. His comments also reflected persistent, unfounded claims by the Kremlin that Ukraine and its Western allies were responsible for the 10-month war, which has killed tens of thousands of people and displaced millions. Russia launched the war on February 24th, alleging a threat to its security and a plot to bring NATO to its doorstep. Lavrov reiterated on Tuesday that the West was feeding the war in Ukraine to weaken Russia and said that it depends on Kyiv and Washington how long the conflict will last. Back in the U.S., the Defense Department has for the first time allowed 700 recruits who had been diagnosed with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder to join the military without a waiver under revamped rules that could be a pathway for those who have confronted mental health or other developmental conditions. In June, the military, which has been facing major recruiting challenges, said that those who had suffered from 38 different medical conditions could serve as long as they had not demonstrated symptoms nor required medication for treatment for three, five, and seven years depending on the condition. Among the most notable changes is one for attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, allowing those previously diagnosed with the condition, 
but who have not suffered from or been treated with medication for it over the previous three years to join without a medical waiver. The decision to put the equivalent of an expiration date on a previous developmental condition could be a model for similar changes around those treated for mental health conditions, defense officials said. And the Biden administration is weighing new precautionary measures for travelers entering the U.S. from China, according to American officials, as sales of air tickets out of China soared following Beijing's decision to reopen its borders to international travel for the first time in almost three years. The officials declined to lay out in detail which policies the administration is considering, but they pointed to Japan and Malaysia as potential models for the types of measures that could be put in place. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.